and it just seems like everything you put your hands on works but i believe that's because you're <laughs> in, I, I believe that's because you're in alignment you're in alignment with your true purpose and what you're meant here to do like like you, i heard a quote that, uh, that says you cannot fail in your purpose like uh <laughs> I, yeah I, uh, so, you're gonna make me cry no, oh yes. that's okay i i i agree i agree with everything you're saying it's just um it's honestly a really hard journey to to figure out your purpose that's the thing it's a really tough confusing journey scary even sometimes and and you just have to overcome so many emotions and things to be able to get there. That's the thing. That's where I think a lot of people, it's hard for them because you have to literally just believe. Like it's like my book, you have to just believe, really believe in yourself. Welcome to the Blitz Seekers Podcast. Our podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss. We're on every major platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Please make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast and please enjoy the show. Yeah, so they say TikTok is like the middle class platform. So like you said, like anybody can become big because it's 15 mm -hmm. seconds. People view it so much. And you don't have to be big. Like, you're not, you don't have to be like a Logan Paul or like. Well, I'm, okay. So I remember at the same time that I started TikTok, another one of my friends, name's Jordan. He's, he's like a, he's pretty well known out here in San Jose. Um, but he's actually Laura in Spanish. I mean, he doesn't have a restaurant. That's my boyfriend. I remember we were both kind of like competing at the time on TikTok. <laughs> know how it happened so you could get to 10k followers first and i just remembered remember that i it, it tiktok i don't know what it is but it's i don't know okay maybe it does favor women i don't know but he had a really hard time growing on the platform versus i went to 10k like in one week and wow. um but at the same time i was putting blood sweat and tears into those first tiktoks that was crazy but i was just like trying my absolute best. It was just a TikTok, which just sounds ridiculous. But I was just like, I just wanted to make good content. Cause like you said, if you're a creator and you put out shitty, like shitty material, you're going to feel bad about yourself. So I was just trying to put out my absolute best at the time like, yeah, you, that I thought was the best. You but had I, it down. But I have to say, I put in work, I actually put in real work into TikTok. It's not just something you can say, oh, she was having, she was just, it's just so fun. And it's just so easy. And it, she just posts something and blows up. Like you really have to think about stuff. You really have to think about like a, like a sound and how to what to do so that people will connect with it. Mm. It's just harder than it looks. I guess I could say. Harder well, than it looks. It sounds like um, it helps people like practice being a director, <laughs> like a creative director <laughs> yes, or something. Yes. Because you you does. have to be intentional. You have to really take your time and prepare. And really think about the content before you put it out there. Yeah. So I think it does help people too, skill wise, you know. So Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you said, um, you can't really expect to just get on there and post like a photo like Instagram. Like TikTok mm -hmm. takes work and creativity and mm -hmm. there's a lot of tools on there, right? And yeah, um, especially and now. Mm -hmm. So like 
I mean, I, I believe that's why you blew up because maybe you took that work ethic that you had ever since you were young. And you're like, you I know think what? Because when I started, nobody, like I said, nobody was, well, for my age group, really nobody was doing it. Like all of the people that are my friends on Instagram probably thought I was a little crazy. <laughs> nobody was doing, now you go, everybody is doing TikTok now. But I think I was one of like the first people to really, at least in my platform, the way my social media was set up to really try TikTok and like consistently like try it, try it. When did you start? Like, when did you really start? I feel like I normalized it for my people that I know, at least. Yeah, <laughs> you made I really, it cool for I your really friend. I feel group. Like, like a freaking pioneer. <laughs> well, somebody got to do it around your circle, right? Might as well be you. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was a little, like, nerve-wracking. Cause just for my sister's face, she was like, yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> when did you really start getting into it? Like, what year was that? 2019. 2019. Okay, so that perfect perfect positioning because it probably blew up in 2020 whenever i went it, it did it did i just kind of feel like i stopped i did stop a little bit um like during towards the end of 2020 not really a lot i consistently i had drafts drafts in my videos but just life happens and sometimes you just gotta focus somewhere else and so yeah until now though i'm consistently trying to get back on but i did take a pretty good break just posting drafts, honestly. All the videos you guys have seen, they're not in time. They're from like a year ago. Hey, you had the content there. Now you're just releasing it. Yeah, yeah. You got to make it work somehow. But yeah, I did become a content creator on there eventually. Um, I didn't even know what the requirements were until eventually, I guess, you just uh, get notified that you're able to apply for the creator uh, platform thing. What does what does that mean? Uh, talk about that. What when you become a content creator? What what is the difference? Yeah. It just means that they pay you for your videos. Oh. Yeah, so That's so a good TikTok can turn into <laughs> you could yeah, it is a huge difference because it's like your work's finally appreciated, and but it is like crazy that I know a lot of people have tried to get monetized on TikTok, but it's just hard. And so for some people, it's just not hard. It's just so crazy how TikTok works. I don't know. But I have to say that I put in put out so many so much content on TikTok and really tried like with my tripod. I even invested in a ring light. <laughs> it all paid off, whatever. But it yeah. is Yeah. Cool. It seems like you put in the work anyway and you you had a lot of I fun. tried, yeah. So. I just tried to put on decent content. Put out decent content. So see guys out there, if you want to become a creator, you have to put in the work. It doesn't just yeah. happen that way. Yeah, and TikTok yeah. becomes like a little stock because every day, even if you're not uploading videos, your videos, as long as they're getting views, there's getting there's money getting put into your TikTok creator fund. Wow. Every day. So I, that's why the drafts I still upload them because even if I'm not gonna create today, I still want people to I still want to get views and stuff like that. So it kind of worked for you because you had all that content just just ready to go. <laughs> yeah. And and it was kind of the goal, I guess, because I was just trying to figure out ways. My goal was to figure out different ways to make passive income, little or big. And that, and that was one of the one first things that really encouraged me to continue because um, I found like success in the venture, at least, you know, and it just encouraged me to continue into different things, platforms, ventures and monetize so, them. Yeah. So are you going to are you going to continue to, you know, create more on TikTok or are you going to branch off to something else more? 
No, I'm going to continue on TikTok because, I mean, it's just a video a day. <laughs> a video a day at this point. Um, some, some days I'm fully energized. I'll make like five videos, 10 videos even. And I'll keep them in my drafts and just slowly put them out. Just change my shirt. <laughs> there you go. The, beauty, the yeah. beauty of work from home, right? Smart. That's really smart. <laughs> like stack up content. Okay, I'm going to release this today and the next day after that. Okay. Yeah, because that That's way fun. I don't have to every day get... It's not, as a woman, you don't want to get fully ready every day. And for TikTok, I felt like I had to really make, do my makeup so perfect. Like right now, no, like probably 10 times this and like really try and just be perfect because you're in video. There's no filters, it's just TikTok. So it's like you have to look your best. And I can't do that every single day. You mentioned you're a mom. Let's talk about that because I know you have a daughter and mm -hmm. uh, that's another full time job. So you're a full time creator and you're also a full time mom. So. Talk about your being a mom for all those moms out there that are like, oh, I don't know if I have time to do create and do all this stuff. Well, you're doing a lot of things and being a mom. So how do you juggle all of that? How do I juggle it? Um, her dad does help me. I'll give him credit. Um, he takes her from me to be able to do some work. And uh, those are the days when I try to get as much in as possible. Um, but she's a really good kid like she lets me work she'll be do her little activities in the house and i'll be in the, you know my little office here doing whatever i need to do she'll come sit down and just be on her kindle for a little bit and, and then i'll you know do like a day out at the zoo to try and you know uh, keep her doing stuff instead of just you know always in the house and stuff so she's a good kid and she's pretty she's basically a good kid yeah she allows it to happen if she was a bad kid i don't know i don't know if i'd be able to to do all this well they say the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree <laughs> i hope so I, um, yeah she's definitely a better kid than i was <laughs> <laughs> so it's the dad <laughs> i used to get into more trouble a lot more trouble than her yeah oh. all right so let's talk about twitch and streaming and Fortnite. How'd you how'd you get onto that? Um, okay, so Fortnite happened first and it was just like an escape from the world, I guess. Um, um I used to play video games when I was younger, like fifth, fourth grade. That's how I keep myself entertained after school. And I I just rode my bike, came in, played video games, rode my bike. That's all I did. And so now that I was older, I remember thinking I'm way too old to be playing video games. I have a younger brother, he's uh, nine. And he was like, hey, check out this game. I was like, oh no, I'm not gonna play no more video games at this age. And um, I was just remember, I was so stressed out during, uh, my child's dad and I were not together. We're going through custody stuff, court stuff. Mm. That stuff is so, stressful i cannot stress <laughs> how stressful that was like i was literally losing my hair during that year and um it was just something that i needed to do to literally get my mind off all of that and i just remember picked up my brother was like away from his playstation i was like i used to play on this let me just try it i i fortnite is a very addicting game too so kind of fortnite's fault as well it's it's very addicting and it's a really complex game and tactical and you just have to slowly build yourself up to it. And I, I once I picked it up, it was almost impossible to stop. <laughs> and every day it was just 
back to it, back to it. And eventually I thought, hey, maybe I could somehow <laughs> make money doing this. I don't know. You know, I knew that there was streaming happening, but I didn't know how to get into it. I didn't know about Twitch. I didn't know any of that. So I just kept uh, asking around people and my friends kept asking me, you, you need to stream, you should try streaming. And I recently started streaming, it wasn't even that long, but I was like, no, yeah, I'll definitely try it at the same time I get to, especially during the quarantine thing, I needed to connect with other people somehow. And, and just playing video games, you're constantly talking on your headset with people like from across the world, anywhere really. And it's super fun. And I already enjoyed the game, but now I was also connecting with people. It was just addicting and fun. And just something that I was like, I I couldn't really just stop doing it. And I decided to just stream. And then I just I started streaming. So you use it, uh, you use it, you play it on PC and then stream it on Twitch? Is that how that works? So you, I started out playing on console. Now I stream on PC, but you can actually stream from your console, a console, I don't know if I'm pronouncing right, PlayStation or Xbox, whatever you're on. Mm -hmm. And eventually I switched to PC because it has more animations and stuff. Um, and then um, I also applied for the, to become an Epic's game creator, which basically you're able to now be a creator on like a platform. So that's how I became a creator for Fortnite where I was able to make little uh, like worlds where other people can play by using a code and support just the creator on the item shop and all those little things, which also enabled me to monetize that. And so uh, Twitch and Fortnite, two separate, is basically two separate little jobs, like two jobs, but it's like one job and two. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. So, but you get paid from both. Mm-hmm. Wow. So every so, time somebody buys something in the item shop, they have to put in my creator code and that's how I'm able to get out commissions from it. Otherwise, oh, so if they buy, if they want to buy like the world you created or whatever, you, whatever you created, they have to put in your code and that's how you get paid. Or play that. in my world. Like, <laughs> play my game. So you created your own little world. <laughs> Zone Wars, box that, fights. That's, that's pretty awesome. You know, if you just think about it, like, the, you made that decision a while back where you're going to do what makes you happy and you're going to follow what you love. And now you're yeah. getting, yeah. <laughs> and and it, what's crazy is just, it was a complete like feeling almost ashamed of myself by, from doing it because it's like, I felt so like not normal. <laughs> like I didn't feel it was normal when I started any of the stuff that I am doing now. I did not feel like it was normal. Well, not normal in the sense that, you know, it's like completely crazy, but something that I thought I was going to be judged by my other family members, and I definitely have been, but they just kind of shut their mouths now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I did turn it into something. And I'm still still a process, but um, it just wasn't thought to be able to be possible, basically, on my family. Just, yeah, you know, I, I applaud you and, you know, I love hearing that, to be honest. And, and, you know, I hope I hope that if there's people out there watching this and they're um, worried about their family judging them, but they want to pursue this creative route and people are saying, oh, you should be this, you should be a scientist or a lawyer or a doctor, work at a dentist, but you're going to be miserable like every single day, you know? And they watch this and they say... I don't say, know how, how you... people do it. 
Yeah, they have. It's because they care too much about what the family and everyone else thinks about them, right? But they can see this and see you say, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. You start following your your TikTok passion. You start following your you know your creative passion, and now you you're monetized like almost every single area of your creative self that 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 you want to monetize, which is amazing. You know, I don't. I mean. For you, every day is probably, I mean, I know it's work, but it's not really like work, right? Because it's fun. Is that, is that true? Yeah, it, it genuinely, you know, the creating part is not as fun. I have to be honest. The creating part is not as fun most times, but the product, like the product, and you're done. Like, for example, a little TikTok, making it is not as fun sometimes. But when you have the video in front of you, it's like the most intense, fulfilling thing. Okay, TikTok is a small example, but like a book, like uh, anything, you know, bigger than that, or it's even the same. It's just a product. The product is what makes you really happy and fulfilled, I guess you could say. It's yep. like sometimes you're baking a cake and it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But once you, you finally bake the cake, I'm like, there goes the product. It's time yeah. to eat. <laughs> Yes, exactly like that. And it's also all for you. It's not like something that you're doing for some random person to grow their business, to grow their whatever, you know, it's for the outcome is yours to be blessed with, blessed with, be blessed with, and basically how I view it, you know? And bless others with it too. Yeah, that's how I view it. It's just, that's the fulfilling part of doing what you enjoy doing love doing and, and and those two things i've literally gone on to and i the thing that i appreciate the most though is just that since i was able to connect with a lot of people through social media when i do release something the support that i get that's the less blessing part that's the part where i'm like wow this is so cool because it's complete strangers or maybe friends from high school or school they're purchasing my product or downloading my product or enabling me to continue doing this. And that's the part where it's like, I appreciate this because they are really the ones sustaining you, I guess. Yeah. Well, that just says a couple things. Through it says number one, they like your connection. work. Yeah. You created a community, which is the most powerful thing for any creator is the community. Once you create that community, then, you know, they're the ones that are going to be buying your stuff, downloading your stuff, supporting you. Yeah. When I released my first song, it was the Milk Tea song, which I only released for like two days on Apple Music because I didn't know anything about releasing the song. So I didn't give credit to, <laughs> not that I didn't give credit, but I did it correctly to the person that made the beat. So um, when you release a beat, there's like all these technical things that you have to sign a contract and it becomes legal stuff. And um, thankfully, I mean, nothing bad happened or anything, but um, I just wanted it to be, that's the thing. When you're doing these new things, you really got to learn how to do, everything is a process. And so when I released the song, I didn't know how many downloads I was going to get. It was $1 on iTunes, but if I, I kind of knew that if even 3K people downloaded, I was going to make a profit and I just, uh, I knew I was going to make a profit basically, but I didn't know how much of a profit. I didn't know anything at all. Anyway, I, when I did release it, I realized that it, my friends were really supporting me. Like everybody on the platforms, on Snapchat, on Instagram, on TikTok, uh, Facebook, 
everywhere. And I think that song got posted like 10K downloads in two days. Wow. And yeah. And I was like, okay, this is not, <laughs> this is, this can get bad if, if everything's not aligned with the contract with the producer beat. So I called him up and we negotiated stuff. Um, how I was going to re-release the song. And so right now, that's why I'm re-releasing music, but now I know how to do everything the right way, along with Milk Tea, but other songs as well. So that's why I'm working so hard right now on music. So talk about your music a little bit more. What what style of music do you are you trying to produce? I mean, like, uh, do you have a whole EP out? Like, uh, is it is it just a bunch of singles? What, what, are you, what are you looking at? Whatever you can tell. I don't want you to give all the goods yet. You know what I mean? I would say that I am just doing what comes to my mind. Like I hear the beats. I'm working with the same producer. He lives out here in San Francisco. He has all these amazing beats that he's created. I just hear it. I know exactly what I'm going to write. I write it. I put it in the song. And I don't even have all this experience with like musical stuff, like hitting every note, like like doing everything on time on beat. Sometimes I'm off beat. Even Milk Tea was off beat a couple times, but but it is what it is. I still want to do it, you know. And I still am learning. And so I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> I just said like, what kind of music are you trying to produce, or you know, where are you going to take your music? Okay. Well, basically, I really don't even know what the heck I'm doing. I'm just doing what's coming to me. You're you just know? creating, basically. I'm just creating, and it's probably going to be different from other stuff because I don't have that much experience in it. I just know that it sounds good to my ear when I have it all together. And I'm putting it out and see if other people like it or not. And if it does, cool. If it doesn't, cool. Because I know not everybody's going to like it. And some right. people are going to hate it. And that's okay. Yeah. Well, what kind of music do you like listening to? Oh, it's hip-hop, rap, R&B. That's the type of music that I'm creating. There you go. Yeah. Gotcha. So you're you're finally putting all those thoughts that you would create stories for and you would recite basically to the kids in the class, but now you're creating them into songs. Two songs. Some are crazy, some are not, some are just relaxing. And there's all kinds Do you have a, a favorite one? Like one that you're like, man, this is a banger right here. I like the first song I made, even though it's probably the worstly put together, but when you play it loudly at like a party, like my friend played it at his party, he's a DJ, and people are going crazy with song Milk Tea. It just hits so hard. <laughs> Milk Tea is very popular too, so you had the right the right song. I can't wait to release that song because when you're in the right moment, the right club, under the right alcoholic influence, <laughs> you had a cup of shots, that's not going to hit. It's going to be fun. That song is fun. I mean, but that's what it's about nowadays, especially with music nowadays. It's about having fun and creating something that people can 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 yeah. vibe to. You know what I mean? Just stuff people can vibe to from all different situations. Some are fun, some are more all kinds of stuff. I mean, different, different things from my experiences that I've, I guess, just all these experiences I've been through and people I've met. It's like when you're a creative person, you put all those things into your creative outlet one way or another there's little pieces of everyone and everything in there so what i'm learning is you're basically in a zone right now where you're you're able to 
pour your creative outlet or yourself, all this creativeness that's inside of you, you're going to pour it out into whatever medium is available, whether it's TikTok, whether it's music, whether it's playing the video games. But you I mean, you created because you created your own little world that people can play in. Like you're not just playing. You're actually saying, I'm going to put a little a little piece of my creativity into this game, which is which is pretty yeah. cool. Right. Yeah. So you're you're now, you know, like you said, the girl that took 10 years in this country before she felt comfortable with the language mm -hmm. is now creating all kinds of things mm -hmm. in this language, which is I think is is, is awesome. Yeah. You know and in mean? Spanish, too. <laughs> and Spanish. Oh, there you go. Now you got two markets. Right. What are you yeah. creating in Spanish? Definitely songs, and I'm also going to translate where the fireflies go into Spanish, but because it's really important for me to have it in Spanish, too. Yeah, so let's talk about where the fireflies go. You wrote a book. It's a children's book. Was it for your daughter? Was it because you just wanted to inspire kids? How did that come about? I, get, I guess it's primarily for my daughter, and at the same time, it was because I wanted to inspire other kids that were like my daughter in a sense that her dad and I were not together, but I still wanted to normalize it enough for kids who are in the same situation um, right. to feel comfortable and to feel like it's okay and to not feel like an outcast because of it. And so for me, making the book, it was primarily for my daughter. And the story is just about overcoming all these things uh, that life throws at you. And ultimately, like you said before, you gotta have courage and overcome and there's a blessing in the end and that's basically what the book is about it takes this little girl through this journey where she has to overcome her biggest fears and all these obstacles and adversities but in the end because she has faith in herself complete faith um she is rewarded with a blessing and so that is what i want my daughter to be able to understand one day even if she doesn't now because she's an adult and she goes back and reads this i want her to, be able to make sense of it and even maybe even other kids. But, yeah. Wow, that's mm -hmm. that's amazing. Because, like, I mean, there is a lot of kids that are going through that situation, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. um, and I think it's awesome that you created something, again, creating, right? That can try to help them through that process, you know? Yeah. Um, that's probably more normal nowadays than, than, than the opposite of that. But obviously True. the kids are the ones that are having the ones they're the ones that have to try to process it and understand it and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And if they could pick up a book that's made for them and read it and get lost in the book and it could help them, I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I agree. When you were explaining that earlier, it, it, I was thinking about you when you were six years old, traveling <laughs> with coyotes. Yeah. Should have been where the coyotes Coyotes. <laughs> like, you know it what? was an adventure for you. That's crazy. I mentioned that because in the book, basically, even though Coyote was like an actual person in the book, it's different animals that guide her and bring her to figure stuff out. And I mean, in a sense, um, yeah, she goes through all those emotions, basically, all those emotions, a roller coaster of emotions. But ultimately, she's rewarded. And that's a good part. That's great. This is available on Amazon or on Amazon. Else? Yep, you yes. just type in where the fireflies go. Uh, don't say buy me. 
We'll leave it in the description below. So if you guys want to check out that book, <laughs> if you guys want to check out that book, check out the description below. So that's awesome. Do you have any other books uh, that you're you're planning on writing? The cookbook. That's what I'm working on. Because you know, okay. if you watch my IG stories, I just have a little passion for cooking and putting things yeah. together. So I'm just gonna do that. And then um, there's a, another book which is about uh, a process, the process of monetizing your talent. That is going to be a hit right there. We need that, too. <laughs> if anybody can write that book, I think it's you that can write that book. Because you managed I, to monetize My all your goal talents. is just to help, especially women, other women, and that had been stuck in the same situation that I was before. Before I was able to do any anything at all. Um, to realize that they have so much potential, even if they don't believe it at the time. You know, and I just wanted to figure out what it is that can help them, you know, and ultimately bring them up into a better life to hopefully provide and stuff like that. Wow. And she's yeah. giving back, guys. Look at that. That's amazing. Seems like you're in alignment. <laughs> you're in alignment with uh, with your heart and your purpose. I definitely am. And it feels really good. Yeah. It feels so, good. So actually talk about that because I don't think too many people are in that space and it just seems like everything you put your hands on works, but I believe that's because you're, <laughs> a, I, I believe that's because you're in alignment. You're in alignment with your true purpose and what you're meant here to do. Like, like you, I heard a quote that, uh, that says you cannot fail in your purpose. Like, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, oh, you're going to make me cry. No, oh, yes. that's okay. I, 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 I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. It's just, um, it's honestly a really hard journey to, to figure out your purpose. That's the thing. It's a really tough, confusing journey, scary even sometimes. And, and you just have to overcome so many emotions and things to be able to get there. That's the thing. That's the way I think a lot of people it's hard for them because you have to literally just believe like it's like my book. You have to just believe, really believe in yourself a lot and to even start, you know, start the process. Yeah. What do I feel like by next year you're going to have like a clothing, uh, clothing brand or something. <laughs> you're just going to come out with something new. You're going to hit us up like, Hey guys, I have a new clothing brand. <laughs> Get on the podcast. We'll see what happens yeah. in store for next year. But all blessings yeah so you also have a, a a beauty line that's about to launch that's a, a vegan beauty line where did that come from yeah um i just wanted to try something outside of what i'm kind of doing already something a little bit more businessy that's weird but um i've always had like a love for makeup and and skincare i guess you could uh, say both. You could say both, and primarily skincare. And I just wanted to make something that would be healthy, like genuinely healthy for your skin, and free of uh, preservatives and talcs and parabens, and be good, eco-friendly at the same time for the earth. And for, you know, something good all around that people could feel good putting on themselves. Just and like you, good all around. <laughs> Good all around. <laughs> yeah, I try. I wouldn't say I'm good all around, but you know, 
you're you're human you know yeah, we're, yeah. You know, i'm just you know trying my best to do what i want to do and that that's but, that's important but the the skincare thing just came up as an idea just because um i had kind of uh just just uh i guess i have some experience with skincare stuff just personal experience um so my friends would come to me for like advice and stuff and i always felt like i remember i used to do facials when i was like 18 when i got my first car 17 18 and i started going to my friends houses and doing facials and i i made my own little potion called skincare potion it was totally not legal the way i did it but i (laughs) (laughs) i i bought little bottles of like just clear glass bottles and i filled them up with my potion (laughs) (laughs) that's what i sold to them after i was done with their facial skincare thing and and so i guess i always knew that i wanted to do something i just at the time i was so young i didn't really know how to go about it now that i'm older i kind of know how to go about the whole process better or at least have researched and that's why now i'm doing the official I should have named it the potion, but I didn't. <laughs> hey, you can the always change. It hasn't been released yet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's right? interesting. Yeah. Uh, ever since I went plant-based, I actually started looking at makeup. Like, I need something uh, animal uh, cruelty for you, basically. Yeah. So all my makeup now is all, like, plant-based and vegan. That's great. Yeah. And I hope more people in the future can transfer on to, to that. Yeah, people don't realize what even goes into making makeup. Like, I mean, like the stuff they, the oh, experiments man, they do with animals. Let's not talk about that. Oh my gosh, so it's disgusting. pretty bad though. You would say that's why you you felt passionate. Especially about how animals and they involve animals into it. Just totally cruel. Yeah, yeah. just doesn't animal make any sense. at its at its optimum. Yeah. yeah, we should just leave animals alone and let them be, have yeah. fun. Uh, we don't need them on our face, yeah. <laughs> our skin. Leave you know? animals out of it. Like elephants, yeah. one of the saddest things. Well, let's not get into that. But you know, like how they kill them literally for their tusks. Like, why would you kill such a beautiful animal for that one thing to make freaking soaps? I don't know what they do with it. But it's just pathetic. Yeah, we have a lot of discussions about that on this podcast. Like, where people, uh, we're so disconnected from Mother Nature now as a as a as a people. Um, which is what causes all the problems in the world because you know if you're harming an animal if you're harming the environment like you're really harming yourself but they don't realize it because they're so disconnected and it's about money and greed that's kind of taken over um, uh, above anything else right so uh, we agree with you we're on the same same path as far as we don't want to harm animals it doesn't matter what kind of animal it is you know what I mean and uh uh that's awesome excited i hope that that line blows up and it saves a bunch of animals from testing and then people are now now buying your makeup instead of uh you know the other makeup brands that that hurt animals so um anything else you want to talk about before we go over to joe's six questions because we always finish every podcast with really deep questions uh but anything else you want to talk about (laughs) okay no more questions for my side Okay, so before we go to that, where can they find you? Um, give yourself a shout out right now. Um, you can find me at my Instagram is Eloisa, E-L-O-I-S-A underscore Chira, C-H-A-I-R-E-Z. And from there, you can figure out all my other social media by clicking the link in my bio. Oh, there you go. <laughs> 
So check her out. It's in the description below. Check that out too. And now we're going to head, I'm going to pass it over to Joe uh, for our world famous Joe six Q's. She's going to ask you some deep questions and then we'll close it out. All right. Um, do you have any advice for uh, any young people out there who are, who are basically struggling, um, you know, uh, with a, a new language? You know what I mean? Like I'm an immigrant myself and uh, I, I stayed quiet in school because I didn't know how to speak uh, better English. Um, you know, do you have any advice for them? Yeah, my advice would be that um, to not feel ashamed. Definitely never feel ashamed that you don't speak fluent, the fluent English language because your native language, that's your native language. And I'm sure you're like a professional or great speaker in that. And, and it, And I know that Shame can come from it because you feel like you're dumber than your other students or whatever. But just keep persevering through it. Get more books. Read, read, read. Key word here is read. Um, read. <laughs> Nothing's going to help you like reading books. Yeah. I agree. Awesome. Read. Yeah. I watch a lot of movies. <laughs> Our movies, Before right? Reading. Yeah. True. I hear some people, uh, they want to learn Spanish, so they watch like novelas and, and like Telemundo. And they, All start right. speak, they start and speaking like the TV. Yeah. yeah. And it works. It works. That's right. I listen to a lot of reggaeton music. There you go. She speaks <laughs> Spanish a lot to me. It's funny. Okay. Um, uh, when you hear the word uh, purpose, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Honestly, well, I am I just think that for me, God has a purpose for me, and um, if I just believe in God and keep my faith, I will figure it out. That's well, awesome. You're on the right path. So, what does following your bliss looks like for you in 2021, this year? Oh, man. Okay. So, for 2021, I definitely want to travel because I haven't had much time to do it. And because it's like something that's in my bucket list. And for me, Bliss 2021 is just traveling, keeping a positive mindset, and accomplishing as many of my goals as possible. Um, I believe while believing in myself, not while not believing in myself, because <laughs> there's a difference. Trying to accomplish goals while believing in yourself is hits different when you do. And if you do it without believing in yourself, there's a different outcome. So that's why I have to emphasize. <laughs> All right, next one. Next that's, one? Okay. That's a great yeah. point, though. Great point. Thank you. Yeah. So if you were told by a doctor you have 48 hours left to live, what is the first and the last thing you would do? The first thing I would do is I would spend it all with my daughter. And then I would, the last thing I would do is just my daughter i would literally just hold her the whole 48 hours <laughs> honestly yeah i told you we're getting deep here oh yeah okay so how would you like to be remembered how would i like to be remembered um um i would like to be remembered as a positive person who definitely went through a lot of adversities 
and tribulations you could say but i definitely uh, kept my faith and kept going was persistent and hopefully i made myself happy uh, towards the rest of my days after that mm-hmm. well you're definitely a positive person <laughs> <laughs> thank you you're living a good life because it starts with being happy with what you're doing so and you're mm-hmm. doing all the things that um Enjoy <laughs> alignment. Definitely. Right? What's your number one wish for the world? My number one wish for the world. Um, I would just say that everybody attains peace because the world just is crazy, and I feel so many people are constantly anxious and worried. And if less people were anxious and worried about the next thing, there would be so much less hateful things that happen and, and more good things that happen. And so I guess you could say, I wish and hope for peace for everybody inside their heart and their mind. So peace inside their hearts and their minds. I like that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Any last words, Joe? Um, you're such an inspiration. Um, I felt like we we're just talking about uh, we're talking for thirty minutes, but it's been like almost two wow. hours. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you're very interesting. Um, what I really appreciate about you and Mar about you is like you you know what you like and you know what you don't like, and you're gonna do <laughs> what you like. <laughs> Pretty much. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm rooting for you and I'm really excited for all the things that's uh, going to unfold for you this year and moving on forward. So, yeah. Definitely. Thank you for Thank taking you. the time. Thank you both. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I followed you uh, on social media and I would just always you see your stories and you're always doing something. And, you know, I really... I, I wasn't aware of how much you truly are in alignment with your purpose and, and what, what you're supposed to do. And just hearing the story of how you even got here and what you had to go through. You know, a lot of times people will see a, a influencer or someone who is on social media and let's say she's a pretty girl or whatever, and they'll judge. They'll instantly be like, oh, she's this or she's that or whatever. But I'm really proud. I'm, I'm really happy that you got to share your story because I know now when people say like, oh, my God, she came here by herself with her sister that was like two years old with strangers and she made it here and she struggled for years with the language. I mean, because I, I talked to you now, I would never, ever, ever have thought that you didn't get English until like 10th grade. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so I hope I hope that when you guys watch this, you see her in a different, like, I mean, I know she's amazing, but you see her now at how much more amazing it is that she is where she's at. I know you're going to explode. You're already growing. You, you know, you're already doing big things. And I really appreciate you coming on on the show. And I hope we can have you on in the future. Like once a beauty line comes out, once all your music's blowing up in the, in the, in the parties and in the clubs, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> and whatever else you're going to be doing, because it just seems like whatever you, you touch it turns to gold or it, I mean, at least at least you're able to monetize. And if you're able to monetize something, that means that people people enjoy it. People like it and they're willing to pay for it. So, yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you for being on the show. Thank you both yeah. for having me. Appreciate it so much. I hope yeah. you guys go get some food now. <laughs> oh, I'm good. And have uh, a great rest of your night. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty full with the conversation we just had but uh i just want to share one thing too it's like you just never know what what people are going through and where they came from and uh you just gotta give them a chance to share their story that's why there's podcasts that's why there's like authentic conversations like this so uh it's pretty cool i would have never guessed like what you went through until you came on and shared yourself so kudos to you for for sharing as well Definitely. It was fun. I had fun and I'm prepared for other for other podcasts that I do because I was kind of nervous. So no, I didn't know what if I was going to know what to do, but it went so smoothly, yeah. naturally. It's your story. Yeah. No one yeah. can tell your story better than you. <laughs> that makes sense. That's true. Yeah. And it's yeah. your podcast. Yeah. It's I mean, it's your episode. It's your p- podcast episode. So, yes. yeah. Oh. Well, can't wait to hear it <laughs> and share it. <laughs> yes, okay. please. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're Our goal is to be the number one podcast in the world, 250 million subscribers. If you like this episode, please subscribe, smash the like button, hit that notification bell. And if you like Eloisa, make sure you check out the description below. We'll have all her stuff there. Please support her, help her blow up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always... Follow your your bliss. bliss. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Our goal, as always, is to become the number one podcast in the world. And uh, make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Make sure you share this with three of your friends. And if you like our song, our intro song, please check out my good friend, uh, Maroni Silva's band, A Dead Desire, on YouTube. That song is called The Mantra. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. And as always, follow your bliss.